0: This is Golf with Jay Delsing.
1: It's Golf with Jay Delsing on a Sunday morning on 101 ESPN. And with Jay Delsing, I'm Dan McLaughlin. We're coming to you from Maggie O'Brien's. And we're downtown St. Louis on remote. And Maggie O's has been kind enough to open up early for us. They'll have all the NFL games, a Sunday NFL coming up at Maggie O's. But first, Jay, great to be with you. Great to be in Maggie O's.
2: Oh, Danny, this is a fantastic place. And to have uh, Maggie O support the show and my good buddy, Eddie McFay. we grew up in the same village up in uh In North County, Eddie, youngest of 11.
1: Unbelievable. He's a
2: great guy. Gosh, you got to get in here and see the new. Can you believe how cool the new place is? He is. This place is really nice.
1: And it helped out when uh, City decided to make sure and become official. You're not far away from the Blues. You're not far away from the Cardinals. So this is uh, in the heart of downtown St. Louis off of Market Street. It's a great place. Beautiful place. Revamped, redone. Renovations here. And the place is already packed for this private party.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's I, I just love the energy. This is this, this, these remotes are really really
1: fun. Golf with Jane Delsing and our guest coming up, and we like to get. Folks from all different walks of life, and it could be sports-related, could be non-sports. But in this edition of Golf with Jay Delson, we have Derek Gould from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. He's been covering the Cardinals for well over a decade. He covered the Blues for a long time, so we'll visit with him about his career, and also Wes Edwards, who has a hand in the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. I know you're very proud to be a part of that, and Wes Edwards will stop on by as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these are guys that are part of the community, part of the fabric. It's why why wouldn't we have them on the show? We're also going to help. Hopefully Eddie can stop in and just say uh, a few words to us. Um, But this is what's so cool about having the show and being part of the community. You get to come to a place, an iconic place, like Maggie O's and you know, how how many people as we walked in here asked about the show how you guys doing what 's going on it's really fun
1: hero world championship uh, if you want to call it that is
2: going on I call it the championship because you got tiger back I know I know it's it's like I just wanted to send a um like thank you Christmas came early the big cat's playing again it's awesome it is it is awesome and um, you know Danny his first round I gotta tell you I was impressed I, I, I i'd say rusty doesn't doesn't do it justice he was had a little bit of everything but I'm talking about the way that he walked, the way that he looked physically, the way that he swung. I thought there was a there was a lot of speed and a, a lot of good there.
1: A lot of speed in day one that carried over through the weekend, and I yep. think today is the big test. Can he get through four days, yep. and if he looks healthy enough to walk and uh, be consistent in that regard, then watch out. He has said that his schedule will include one tournament a month, if not more. So what tournaments do you think? You got the four majors, and what else do you think he'll he'll be playing?
2: I'm sure he'd try to play the Players' Championship if he can. It all depends on the scheduling, and I haven't looked at the 24 schedule yet to see how much time. I'm sure he's not going to love playing back-to-back, but it also, a lot has to do, D, about what's going on with the kids what Charlie's schedule's like, you know, and, and and to kind of see what that's what's going on there. So, but the Players Championship would be one Jack's tournament, and and in, in, uh, in Meerfield Village and Dublin, Ohio, would definitely be on the radar. You know how much he loves Tory Pines if he can. You know, th- we're talking about places, Danny, where he he's won six, seven, eight times Bay Hill. His respect and and love for Arnold Palmer and that great championship. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens, and obviously Augusta will be. Circled largely in the springtime.
1: He's got to play in the Genesis, doesn't he? I I gotta believe. I mean, that's his tournament, so he's got to play in that. So that would be five. Yeah, that's five months covered. But I would imagine if he starts to feel better as he goes along, he may push this thing a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and look, this is as as competitive a human being as we know, and what he what drives that engine beating up on people. Absolutely. He's got a lot of pent-up uh, uh, energy to, to to beat up on people, and that's why we talk, you know, and, and his we're we're in December now, and it's his birthday month, so he's uh, oh gosh, I think it's towards the end of the month when he turns uh, 48, but we're under two years ish for the Champions Tour, man. That's a thing.
1: You think he's going to play in the Champions Tour? I hope he does. I think he will, I, too. I
2: do, too, man. I mean, he can ride a cart. He could play 12 times out there Danny get his juices flowing again work on the other business parts of his life and cream us <laughs>
1: competition that's what you've always talked about yeah. when you mention the name of Tiger Woods yeah. you always say the guy loves to compete yeah the money's great uh the adulation I'm sure to a point is great for him but it's about championships
2: and it's about competition 100 percent, 100 percent. the guy why would he not go to lift and you're not going to buy him you are not going to buy him, which is so refreshing in today's, today's world. Plus, he's already got a pocket fall right? So that helps. But this guy wants his name on every single trophy or record that he can get on.
1: So the question is, can he win one more time?
2: I can't. I think he can. I mean, watching him so far this week, and I know it's only three rounds. We haven't seen the fourth round yet. But, I, I, I mean... I do. I think I, I've i counted him out so many times, Danny. Don't count him out. You no, can't count this guy out.
1: We love talking about different things that happen in the world of golf. Paul McGinley filling in as a lead analyst for NBC's coverage after the departure of Paul Azinger. You know Paul Azinger. You had a chance to text with him yep. back and forth. Yep. But Paul McGinley now a part of the broadcast.
2: Yeah. Um, OK, so I'm just going to say this. I mean, is, is it an accent? I mean, listen, I like Paul McGinley. He has a great resume, and and I even like him okay on the broadcast and stuff. I really do. But it's almost like if you're an American speaking, you know, obviously they're all speaking English, but with their accents, it's almost like if you don't have an accent, you're out
1: it sounds kind of like the tradition though of golf i know when you have that accent it just seems very stately and it's uh, something that you really enjoy
2: yeah absolutely I, I, and i think it's kind of that throwback our scottish roots in the game and things like that d um i'm not exactly sure but i mean look at how they've gone you know trevor Ermelman is now lead analyst for cbs and uh the, the golf channel frank Noble. Frank Navalo's down there. Ian Baker Finch. It's it's like we've got these guys from all around the world, and if you don't have an accent, it, you don't seem to hang around.
1: Coming up, we'll visit with Derek Gold from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. He is a longtime b writer on uh, Blues Hockey and now with the St. Louis Cardinals. So Derek Gold is coming up from Maggie O's. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. The Car Shield Studios are on remote, and we're brought to you by Darty Business Solutions.
3: this is peter jacobson and you're listening to golf with jay delsing
2: darty business solutions has been enhancing the business of our customers for the last 37 years how do we do it through our expertise in technology better use of data and analytics artificial intelligence and machine learning. We roll up our sleeves and collaborate. We build applications and effectively communicate with our partner clients to bring their goals and objectives to the finish line. Our award-winning access point program is a community game changer. With nearly 100 students in the program, mostly young African-American females are making between 55 and $60,000 per year right out of high school. That's right, fifty five to sixty thousand dollars a year right after high school graduation. That's when they begin their training. CEO Ron Darty believes The talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. So here's Access Point, providing more and more opportunity for those in and around our community. It's Dirty Business Solutions.
1: Get ready to watch the legends of golf up close when they compete at historic Norwood Hills Country Club right here in St. Louis. The Ascension Charity Classic will be back again with some of golf's greatest names. Steve Stricker, Padraig Harrington, John Daly, David Duvall, Bernard Longer, Justin Leonard, David Toms, and more will compete returning September 3rd through the 8th. Visit AscensionCharityClassic.com for information.
2: Are you driving an out-of-warranty car? It's only a matter of time before your out-of-warranty vehicle is in the shop costing you thousands of dollars. Auto repair costs are up nearly 20% from last year, which is four times the rate of inflation. If an unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready for that? Well, now you can be with a plan through Car Shield. Even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive costs. Your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. Traveling by car is a way of life. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are a daily essential. When you enroll in a car protection plan through CarShield, you can look forward to the following. The price will never go up no matter how many claims you file or no matter how high the mileage on your car increases. CarShield offers protection plans that start as low as $100 per month. That's $100 per month. They have repair coverage for up to 5,000 different parts of your vehicle. Plus, when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road, you get 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance. You also get complimentary towing and rental car options. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down, and they can have yours too. Call CarShield today at 800 800- 800 four six five six five five zero or visit carshield.com it's carshield proud sponsor of the golf with jay Delsing show
4: christmas is a time to make memories with the ones we love memories of sharing our favorite holiday traditions memories of spending time with family but some kids won't have the memories of opening gifts around the tree This Christmas, you can make a difference in the lives of Cardinal Glennon kids who won't be home for the holidays. Give your gift today at treeofhope.com. .org and give hope to a child this Christmas.
2: If you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, any maker model, then you need to visit the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. They are the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. My daughter and I both drive vehicles supplied by Colin and the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. And the reason we have them is because we know we can trust them. They made the car buying experience painless and very easy. Your customer service is second to none. They provided my daughter with a loaner car when her Passat needed repairs. Every single step of the car buying experience was taken care of for us. You can reach Colin at 314-966-0303 and he will answer all of your questions and put your mind at ease. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood has new or pre-owned vehicles to be purchased or leased, whichever you prefer. Once you visit the Dean Team Volkswagen on Manchester and Kirkwood, you'll become a customer for life because they'll treat you like family. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsick Show.
1: Rolling on. It's golf with Jay Delsing on a Sunday morning on 101 ESPN, and we're on remote at Maggie O's private party before the NFL Sunday gets going down here in downtown St. Louis. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. Let's say hello to Derek Gould, longtime beat writer of the St. Louis Cardinals and the St. Louis Blues. Briefly it, the Blues, Lance. Like, not that small, not briefly. it's
2: okay. We're like three, the
1: Blues.
5: Three years. That doesn't really. I think. That's not a whole well, lot of tenure. You
1: were just doing, though, the St. Louis Blues out in Colorado. Is that correct? Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'd pinch it. So it took you See, back there's to your a baseball roots. Term.
5: Yeah. Yeah, first place I ever covered an NHL game was there for the Rocky Mountain News. So yeah, it was But good. you just did it for the the post though. Yeah, yeah, so it got me back in the door the at um it's not even Pepsi Center anymore. I almost dated myself, but yeah. at so ball, ball, arena, so it's a ball Arena. Yeah. At yeah. Ball Arena. I went to Ball Arena to cover Puck Go Figure. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: okay, back to your roots.
2: It's yeah. good stuff. Derek, we love having you and welcome to the show. Thanks for coming in. We're. I'm a baseball family. You know, we. My dad played, and this has been a interesting offseason so far for the Cardinals. I have to say, some of my friends are underwhelmed by some of our free agent choices. But you're more in the know than, than most of us. What's your What are your thoughts about what's going on so far?
5: Well, they addressed the biggest weakness of last year's team. Not the only weakness of last year's team, but the most significant. The one that contributed the most to the fact that they couldn't really sustain anything. You think about all the problems they had last year. A lot of them started, and again, they weren't the only one, but started with a lack of innings. And had this cascade effect where it just was like they spent the whole year chasing quality starts chasing some kind of steadiness some kind of reliability from the rotation they've addressed that you know with their three signings and Michael's coming back they have four starters who threw more than 180 innings last year that's four of 23 in the majors that are now in the same rotation will they get that from them that's what they want and that brings a lot of stability that has a trickle down effect just like it caught up with them and created like this avalanche of issues last year. There, a little avalanche drop there. I, yeah, I like it. I caught that. So, yeah. uh, See what you did so there? It, it, it created it for them. They, they hope that this gives them sort of a bedrock, some kind of foundation to build from. If they get good start after good start after good start, that's a really good way to contend
1: through 162 games. Now, we're a golf show, but you notice that we talk baseball a yeah, lot. Yeah, a
2: lot. It's okay. I like
1: it. His dad played in the major leagues. Nice. Jim Delsing. So yeah. he was also involved in the Eddie Goodell situation. Oh, that's right. His yeah, dad yeah, was yeah. the pinch runner for Eddie Goodell.
5: There
2: you go. Okay. Yeah, right, you're right, talking yeah, about got obscure trivia. Yeah. We, got, we got it. We got a lot of obscure trivia. That's here. awesome.
1: What is it like being a beat writer trying to cover now with the advent of the internet in the last 20, 25 years, but trying to cover an offseason? It's, it's got to be tough.
5: Yeah, I mean it's changed even from five years ago, ten years ago. It's just it's a radically different media landscape um, because there's so much more media, and they're not all like they they you know they all want to be first or they want to be more than first. They want to predict what's going to happen. Sometimes predictions get passed along as reports. Um, Sometimes speculation. In hindsight, is taking credit as scoops. You know, I mean, it's there's a lot of just way different. Um, I, I feel for readers in this way because they're just they're they're hit with this cacophony of information and they don't know like what are the standards that went into the reporting that versus guessing that. You know, I, I mean, I, I now you have like aggregators that are in there too, which then collect all the stuff that has been. Reported, and sometimes put it under their banner, sometimes give credit, sometimes don't, sometimes link, sometimes don't. But it's passed along as, you know, uh, like, I guess, independent reporting or self-generated reporting, but it's based upon the backs of Ken Rosenthal or Jeff Passan or the local beat writers. And again, like, I feel for the readers who have to, differentiate between that and then i feel it personally from the sense that, like all right well you what do you do you you have to keep up with it all and the way that i've kind of gone about it is like try to stay ahead just try to do what you can to stay ahead instead of like going all right well, tweeting out what the cardinals did write for weeks what they're trying to do and be sourced and report well enough so that you know, along the way you can tell fans this is what they're trying to do.
2: Derek, it's interesting because we're in this world besides the, forget the cancel culture and all this other craziness that we're living in. There's so many voices now. Yeah. You know, and, and, and as as a big fan and somebody that reads a lot, to your point, half the time we get stuff and it's unverified. I mean, we we got a couple things today that said Jay Monahan is out as our commissioner and then we also read an article where it said he's meeting with yasser next week so there's just it's like misinformation and everybody's got a voice and it's it's maddening at times yeah and and what
5: what do you as a consumer what do you as a reader i mean what do us as you know reporters journalists and media what do we cling to you know uh my editor at the post dispatch sports editor at the post dispatch um, you know, the Post-Dispatch has the Pulitzer, you know, Joseph Pulitzer's, like, call for what journalism ought to be. It used to be on the wall. Now it's printed there. And you know, it's like, these are the standards that you have to go by. And my sports editor, Roger Hensley there, had a really good line once where he was like, look, you know, we're, we're a digital medium, right? We're, we're on your phone, we're on the website and everything like that. But we also have a paper that is delivered to some people still. So we have to be right on the porch. That's what he was saying. He was like, you know, if somebody gets a tweet wrong, they can go delete it. You can't go around and collect all the papers. papers. (laughs) You have to be right on the porch. And so, it's, you know, you want to be as fast as the phone, as fast as social media, but you got to be right on the porch.
1: Wouldn't you love to be a fly on the wall when guys are playing golf? I'm talking about the the ball players when oh. they're when they're out playing wouldn't you love to be a fly on the wall in some of the conversations that probably take place on a golf course I don't
5: I don't know I mean, maybe I don't know if I'd be like I wouldn't mind being there to be part of it like I don't know about being a fly and not being able to say anything <laughs> you like, know what I'm saying No I know but, I, but wouldn't I like be able to like get some barbs in too No or, you're there oh. to report so right. if you
1: were there to report what would it be like you think
5: I mean, I I'd enjoy it because it's a new chance to tell you. I actually have done something like that. I mean, I've, what was it? I it don't was, remember. Uh, Albert Pujols' uh, oh, golf tournament, golf yeah. Tournament, yeah. I do remember California. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, so it was out, and I, I believe C.J. Cron, um, the former Angel, and moved around. I think I'm pretty sure it was him, um, and a few other folks. There were a few other big leaguers, and it was like I was with them. I was on the I was on the car with them, and they invited me along. You know, I didn't golf or anything like that, but to see the golf course, to see the event. And, and it was it was interesting um, to see uh, you know uh, Jock Peterson's brother was there. Jock Peterson was not there, um, and uh, you know so yeah, I got to meet him and the Peterson family. Um, so yeah, I got to I got I've gotten to do that. I you know it's 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 interesting when you get you know like uh, like covering baseball players, covering hockey players, get them away from the ballpark, away from the rink um and get them in a you setting a where they're comfortable yeah absolutely and try to write that story yeah. and you
2: might also hear different things right i mean because some of the guys that i've got to play with from the, the crossover from the different sports you get to, you know when you're playing golf with someone you get four or five hours with them yeah you know and it's also very intimate whether you're in a cart together whether you're walking even if you're in separate carts you still are getting to spend this time you know i've i've you know, with with some of these people, you're like, how the hell did that happen? And that's really through the game of golf. And Danny, and I talk about this all the time, Derek. I've gotten to play with presidents of the United States and things like that, and it's just insane. who you, you play with? That? Gerald Ford and uh, uh, <laughs> Bill Clinton. Is that wow. right? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Slick Willie. Did they talk to you? or was yeah. it Did they want a lesson on the course or what? Uh, Gerald Ford could hit the ball in any direction. Is that right? Yeah. He was scary because... When you were in this gallery, they didn't know whether to look out to the right or look to the left because <laughs> the, 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 down the middle was not in jeopardy. Uh, yeah. 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 It yeah. happens.
1: But yeah. a lot of baseball players, and in particular the starters. Yeah, the pitchers. They're yeah. the ones that want to play golf. Yeah. yeah, they're
5: the ones that play golf, which sometimes relievers bring up and roll their eyes. Like, nice to have a day off. Where are you going to go play golf? Um, you know, like uh, we, were, we were t- I was talking with a player recently just about playing golf. And I asked him if he won. He goes, I was going against a starter. Do you think I won? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, right. And I said, well, you know, you have to take a stroke off for every day off that they have between playing. So, you know, how'd you do if that's like, if that's the measure, if you take a stroke away for every day they have off during the season and uh, or for during a week. He's like, oh, then I did much better. I like that. I like that measure.
2: We just had Ricky Horton on the show and Hortz was talking about how he played and he was with a teammate that had, remember he said he had to play golf and walk on the day that he started because he huh. needed to. He he wanted to kind of take the edge off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and, the blood flowing. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, get the blood flowing a little bit. Yeah, you know,
5: I mean the Cardinals have had their fair share of position players who golf. I mean Dexter Fowler would golf a lot. I uh, used to play
1: every day with Tony Womack. Yeah, every oh, day. Yeah, I yeah. Tony, Tony Womack. Played golf. Wong Wasn't played a like little a, bit. And Paul DeYoung plays golf quite he a bit. Does. Yep, there are guys that yeah. do it. I I find it interesting because they say some. We'll say, well, it changes your swing. It could have an effect on your swing. And the baseball players, like, absolutely not. No, Paul Goldschmidt talks a lot about it. I yeah. mean, he,
5: he doesn't play during the season too much, um, or if at all, I'm not sure, but he plays a lot in the offseason and he, he he loves it and he he talks about
1: that. like it's not it's not going to change his swing. Derek Gould from the St. Louis Post Dispatch and I can't say longtime baseball B writer <laughs> is our guest. Very hey, true. Christmas is around the corner and I love getting into the 100 things. You wrote oh, yeah. you wrote the book 100 things cardinal fans should know and do before they die. That's a great book. It, it's awesome. Great bathroom read. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> whatever you want to read it, it's a great read. How did you how were you able to to nail it down to 100? Because I know you're a very, very thorough reporter, and how were you able to nail it down to 100 things? Well,
5: it's an interesting question, I mean, because you could do 150, 175, 412, Um, you could do any number, Um, but I wanted to, so, the the premise of the book, this was early on, now they've done them for a lot of different sports, Um, the Cardinal one was one of the first ones along with the Red Sox, um, and maybe the Dodgers, but the, uh, the, the notion was like, all right, how do I get the right blend of history, people, places, and of things? Like things to do, places to visit. And I wanted to create um, a good blend of that and then have it have some logical order so that it was like a, a little bit of like of a roadmap for, for fans. Like, all right, I need to know this event happened. Oh, I can visit this old ballpark. You know, and it, but it wasn't like here's a list of old ballparks. That's nine through, you know, 18, but that is scattered throughout, so that it has some kind of logical flow. Even if even if I was the only one who got a kick out of the the order of it, <laughs> but is that it had some kind of, um, you know, r- you could read it and any you could pick it up and read it at any point. But if you read it all the way through, that it kind of took you on that journey and it had a logic to it that was the goal and so I shaved it down from there into a hundred that did that
2: Derek what have you seen what have you seen that's changed the most in in the game and your job in the last 10 years from when you started because the athletes are they're different now the young younger the old you know there's just a wide variety what and you're dealing with you know um, a bunch of different um, uh, guys from all over the planet right so you get some yeah. You got some, some guys from the Dominican, maybe from uh, Puerto Rico and, and and South America. And what's what's changed the most in the, for, in, from your position?
5: That uh, baseball teams are now run like insurance companies. They're they're all about risk management. Um, you know, it's the it's the analytic revolution that went to a point as far as evaluating the game and putting a value on the game, both of which, I mean, those are great things. And and that was a revolution that needed to happen. But now it's dictating the game. And that was something that I, a spillover that we should have seen coming that I'm not sure we all did. The notion that like analytics would go from you know, but from being able to measure and put the proper value on on base percentage as a some way to simplify it or on defense or all these things that we can measure to then dictating how the game was played, I think was the leap that, that I've seen is the biggest one. And that's all risk management. And, you know, it's it's basically I mean, it's the tail wagging the dog. It is. And is that a good game? We saw some correction this past year, but we haven't seen it in the marketplace. And I'm waiting and wondering. If some of the changes, I'll give you an example, we've seen with starting pitching and the risk mitigation with starting pitching. If that's, some of that has a real effect on limiting the cost teams spend on starters. If you don't have them go six innings, don't have them go seven innings, you can pretend like oh it's for their benefit, oh it's the third time through, but you also are suppressing cost. Yeah. When the market catches up,
2: we'll find out. It's really interesting because who would have thought, I feel like we've taken the analytics and gone, we've hit 90 miles an hour, we need to peel this thing back because they're handy. But, Danny, to me, it, it seems like the manager has so little say in what's going on and, or, or that immediate feel like he knows the players better than everybody else. But some of these decisions are made at 2 o'clock in the afternoon.
1: Average starter last year went 5 and a third. It's a joke. It's, it's a really, five and a third. No, the and, average starter in Major League and Baseball. And it's under
5: the guise of third time through, which is real. And the again, the analytics driving. But you have the to have a feel
1: for the game. But you too. have to have
5: a you have to watch the game. But you also have to have a feel for the style of pitching. Look, if you have a guy who goes out there, max effort, you know RPMs all the way up, and can give you five at that. Well, what if he dials back and gets you seven at just a slightly less max effort? You know, get some contact. You know, it's all about missing bats, missing bats, overpowering, overpowering. And, like, the notion of, like, the Dave Duncan, hey, man, soft contact every so often with a good defense behind you, that helps you be efficient. Yeah. It's like, we don't talk enough about pitch efficiency, and we don't talk enough about the benefits of those seven-inning starts to a bullpen. But also, the game isn't paying for that. So the market has to correct before the game will.
1: So, Derek Gould, by the way, is our guest from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. You're not supposed to be biased in your job. You're supposed okay. to be down the middle. But we're human <laughs> beings, so there are some that probably are easier to deal with. Or you're not a- supposed to be down the middle. I'm supposed to be fair. Well, okay, let's. go <laughs> don't have to fair.
5: choose the middle between falsehood and fact.
1: So who's, I can go for the fact. Who's been a guy that you really enjoyed covering?
5: Well, I mean the the. The right answer and the and the is the obvious answer i mean i i covered all of adam wainwright's career here and mo- and actually all of Yadir molina's too um really you know give or take a few weeks we kind of arrived there at the same time but adam wainwright i started in 04 he had already been traded to the cardinals but not yet in the majors and to see him grow with the team grow a family grow a career 200 wins um, the long conversations we've had, the stories that he's shared with me, the stories I've got to tell about him, about his brother, about his mother, and how strong she is and how influential she is, you know, for two boys who grew up without a dad. Um, you know, the stories of, you know, him trying to get permission to propose the day he was traded, all those things that he has shared with us and, uh, and, ha- and allowed us to tell, I, I, I've enjoyed that. And, you know, his career has not... Been linear. You know, he's had the injuries along the way. He had to find a role. That helped the team when he couldn't pitch for a team that turned out to be a championship team. These are compelling stories and his honesty and his ability to tell a story and his interest in being a part of the team, part of the history, but also part of the community. I've enjoyed telling that story.
1: All right, most, uh, it's not fr- over with either. I mean, he's got more stories to tell. Oh, no doubt. He'll be with the club in, in some form, yeah. capacity, whatever the case may be. How about the most frustrating guy? Huh. There's got to be a few that come to mind.
5: There are a few. Um, can I?
1: like? You can do whatever you want.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there are times that I enjoy covering a frustrating guy. In fact, a lot of times I do. And I'll be honest with you in that regard. Like, there are guys who are difficult interviews who will acknowledge their difficult interviews. The Cardinals recently resigned Lance Lynn, who enjoys sometimes being a difficult oh, yeah. interview. You remember Jeff Supon. Not not a, not a difficult interview, but a guy who said, I'm not going to give you much and I'm going to do that on purpose. And you know, and it's like, all right, cool. Well, I'm going to try a nicer to do it. But I'm like, all right, well then it's up to me to find a way to, uh, to get a good, like, what can I engage you in? What conversation can I, you know, what can I learn about you? What, how can I approach questions? How can I gain your trust? to do that interview or in some cases how can I be as combative as you are so that you get you know you you give it back and I, I enjoy that like try to get a good interview from a guy who is reluctant to give one that's a good that's a good challenge
1: wouldn't you love to cover as we wrap it up Tiger Woods wouldn't I, that be uh, no. a compelling story? Oh, I, you, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, come on. Wouldn't you want to get into his head a little bit if you could? He doesn't let many in, but wouldn't you love to I find don't out? I,
5: I don't think I have the expertise to cover golf. Oh, I'll you be figured honest. Out. I know I'm on a golf show. I mean, you cover the human, right? Yeah. If you don't there like you have go. the expertise on the sport. I did I did once get in. A, I did go cover a golf tournament in uh, New Orleans when I was at the Tom Spicke. And Freddie Couples and I got in a shouting match over a practice. <laughs> I kid you not. And like... Like I was a young reporter, and I didn't, I didn't think the way he uh, kind of blew out the reporters when he had made a mistake, and he was frustrated. Totally get that, cool down period, fine, whatever, but. <laughs> The way he kind of handled it, I was like, well, I don't have to put up with this, and I'm not going to be here tomorrow. So, yeah. well, that was pretty good. so we just kind of a shouting match with each other. Love it.
1: Hey, buddy, thanks for coming in. Really yeah, appreciate yeah, sure. it. Yeah, it's
5: great to be here. Thank you, guys. Thanks for the invitation. Good to see you in person, Dan. Nice to, good nice to see, see you. Again. Happy holidays to you yep. and your family. You
2: too. All that's, the best, Derek. Thanks so much.
1: That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. That's Derek Gould of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. In hour number two, we'll visit with Wes Edwards from the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. We're on remote at Maggie O's before an NFL Sunday, and we're brought to you by CarShield as well as Darty Business Solutions. We're back with more on 101 ESPN in just a moment. This is Chris Nagel, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing.
2: Okay, so you know Marcone is the largest distributor of GE parts in North America. Check. You know about their support for Backstoppers, first responders, and our men and women in the military. Check that also. Well, here's their latest community venture it's called Rees Across America. This year, cone will place 1,000 Christmas wreaths on the gravesites of our fallen military heroes in 10 different cemeteries around the country from Dallas to Delaware, Western New York to Houston, New Jersey to right here at Jefferson Barracks. Each of these locations and more we'll have wreaths delivered and respectfully placed on a gravesite. Remember the fallen, honor those who serve, and teach the next generation the value of freedom. That's the mission of the Wreaths Across America program. So join the Golf with Jay Delsing show and Marcone and sponsor a wreath, volunteer, or partner with us to support our military. Saturday, December 16th, is National Wreaths Across America Day. So get involved. That's Marcone and Wreaths Across America.
6: Hi, this is Adam Best from Family Golf and Learning Center. At FGLC here in Kirkwood, we feature a double-decker driving range, two large grass tees with Tahoma Bermuda grass. You wanna work on your short game? We have a short game area too, which features a 20,000 square foot green, three bunkers, and Zoysia surrounds. Also at Family Golf and Learning Center, don't forget about our nine hole par three course, the indoor TrackMan simulators, and our performance center. If you're looking for the best golf instruction, regardless of skill, we can help. Find out more at FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. Family Golf and Learning Center. We make St. Louis better at golf.
2: Do you remember the golden rule? I'm sure you do, but just in case it goes like this. Treat people the way that you'd like to be treated. At People's National Bank, that one statement is the cornerstone of what this bank is all about. Locally owned, with 23 locations in Southern Illinois and the Metropolitan St. Louis area, People's National Bank parlays a robust menu of commercial or personal banking services you could possibly need with a friendly yet hardworking Midwestern attitude. Maybe you just wanna do business with a bank whose entire team lives in the same neighborhoods as we do. If you're like me and doing business with someone you trust is important to you, then People's National Bank is the bank for you. Jason Rantham, local president, is here for you to call and he'll answer any questions you may have. His personal cell is 314-974-2243. You can also find us online at peoplesnationalbank.com. People's National Bank is here for all of your banking needs.
3: Hey, St. Louis, Eddie McVeigh here from Maggie O'Brien's. When you head downtown for a concert or cards or blues game, and now for the St. Louis City soccer game, please come see us at Maggie O'Brien's before and after your event. Take our shuttle to and from or stay in-house and watch your favorite team on our multiple high-def TVs. We look forward to seeing you soon at one of our two locations in Sunset Hills on South Lindbergh, or downtown at the corner of Market and 20th Street. Union Station is next to us.
1: We continue from Maggie O's on a Sunday morning on 101 ESPN. little private party, and the fans are filing in. A lot of a lot of folks getting ready for an NFL Sunday here at Maggie O's.
2: Danny, what about, I'm looking right now, one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight. There's at least nine TVs from the chair that I'm sitting in right now. Oh, and one right behind us.
1: Actually, two. Yeah, two right behind us. Two right behind us here at Maggie O's. That was fun to visit with Derek Gould. I know you love talking baseball.
2: I just love it. and it's. It was interesting. You know, he's... Um, I could almost feel a little bit of his intensity, you know? He's an intense guy, and when he talked about, um, almost almost felt like he looked at certain interviews as challenges, you know? And he kinda liked to match energy with energy, and like, you know, he's gonna have a hell of a lot of fun with Lance Lynn for a whole year, isn't he?
1: I love Lance Lynn, I I love love the addition.
2: Dude, I love the fact that he's got that edge. I just love it.
1: Who's a guy on the PGA Tour that was like that, that had the edge? He mentioned Freddie Couples, but Couples wasn't like that. He wasn't, you know, no. so much uh, well, a
2: rusty nail against the media, was he? Well, what, what happens with Fred is that when he's had enough, it doesn't matter if you're in the middle of a wedding or if you're—he's out. <laughs> he's out. He's just out. He's out. I've had enough. And so, like, in the middle of, a, of an interview or something, he'd be like, I got to go. And so, that's, and so that, that rubs a lot of people the wrong way.
1: He, hey, Derek didn't take this the right way, in my opinion. I do want to be a fly, fly on, on the, the wall. wall. I
2: don't know. That's the other thing. I'm like, Derek, He's Danny's trying to say, <laughs> think of the conversations. Yes. Think of the juicy nuggets you're going to get from the players when they're out, you know, hanging around with a, a, a buddy and they're hitting five irons.
1: That's the beauty of golf, though, isn't it? It is. That Relaxed is the beauty of it.
2: The many We've had, I mean... Over the course of my career, the conversations that I've had with the, the, the people I've been fortunate enough to play with are ridiculous. Absolutely. You know, it's All just,
1: walks of life. Hey, you got to yeah. tell me. Yeah. I didn't know you played with a couple presidents. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with you? Why didn't you tell me this? I don't know. How did you get involved with that? How Did they, did they seek so, you out or what? Yeah,
2: so I got involved. So Gerald Ford, I got to play in his tournament. So I got to play with the, the former president— Several times, Is and that he right? had his Gerald Ford event in Vail, and it was like, it was like, he's just walking around like a normal guy. weren't you
1: nervous? So playing with him, I would have been I nervous. Really playing wasn't. with the president, I really
2: wasn't. I, I don't know why I wasn't. I don't know. Like I said to you, most of most of my life, I've been not smart enough to be afraid. I should, probably should have been petrified, and I wasn't.
1: I uh, I don't know what I would ask. Well, actually, I do. I'd, I'd ask a lot of questions to a president. Including how's my four hundred and one k doing? But other than that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. other than that, there'd be, give me help there? yeah. there'd be a lot of questions over there. There'd be a lot of questions for a president. But so, what was the conversation like?
2: Oh, it was just normal. Just talked about golf. I asked Couple him, you know, because he's a Michigan bowl, huh? guy. He's a, I think. I think President Ford's from Michigan, is I think. It's been a while, but, yeah, just we were just walking. I mean, Danny, there's guys in sunglasses around every tree. You know, there's yeah. Secret Service and all that stuff. And um, his wife was there. The, his tournament was a real family-oriented thing. Dude, it was really fun. We'd get together at night and have cocktails, and and all of these uh, celebrities would play in it. And there would be a, a movie star occasionally. And then we golfers and, and, and then a lot of businessmen. And we were just... You know, it seems odd to say this, but because of the way it started for me on the PGA Tour, where, where, Danny, back in the day, when you went to, when I first played in the AT&T, it was called the Bing Crosby Clambake. That's how I'm aging the hell out of myself. But, but so, Danny, and then, so Bing Crosby was there until, you know, he wasn't able to be. And then, Danny, Bob Hope, Desert Classic. Bob was there every year. And I met Bob. Bob handed the Dutch Harrison Junior Stroke Plate Championship Award to me when I was 16. And I said, Mr. Hope, I'd met you before. He goes, I know. You're from St. Louis. He was nice as hell. I don't know. Someone teed him up for it. But he could have been nicer. And then we had the Andy Williams Classic in San Diego. And then the Jackie Gleason. All of these celebrities. Danny, back in the day, up at Pebble Beach. All of these guys just walked around. Clint Eastwood just walked around.
1: Clint Eastwood.
2: Clint Eastwood. I'm like, this is the coolest dude. Did you ask about Dirty Harry? I didn't. I didn't want to ask him about it. He was just intimidating as hell, you know? When you're out on the golf course, it's kind of like, okay. When you see him walking down the street, he's with his girlfriend. He's a normal dude. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not that guy. I'll be like. Hey, what's going on? And that's it.
1: You played with 007, though. How about that? James Bond. Which Bond were you playing
2: with? Yeah, Sean Connery. Okay. The Bond.
1: He the, is the Bond. The I bond. agree. The bond.
2: the bond. The coolest thing about that, D, is we're walking up the ninth fairway, and I'm in love with this guy. I mean, this is the coolest. And you and I are sitting... And where were we at? I was an 18-year-old freshman at UCLA. Okay. And you and I are sitting, what, three feet apart right now? Yeah. We're walking down the ninth fairway in the pitch black. Because it's out late at night, and I said to him, I said to him uh, Mr. Connery, do you want to play? And he said, quit calling me, though. I said, James, Sean, James, <laughs> Sean, do you want to play the back nine? He goes, I don't think I could see my ball at all. And I go, me neither. I don't well, care. I don't want this thing to stay there. Sure. Yeah. So why would you? He goes, well, why don't you come up and have a drink with me when we're finished? I'm 18. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go have a drink with James Bond in the, in the men's grill. And Danny, we go through this tunnel, go into an elevator, go up into the up into the men's locker room, and we're walking into the this back way into the men's grill. And these two guys come up to us, and he goes, "Hey, Steve and George, this is the newest edition. This is Jay Delsing. He's from St. Louis. He's the newest edition on the UCLA golf team." Uh, George and uh, uh, Steve uh, and I said. Hi, nice to meet you. And and uh, they they said, you know, Sean, we'll see you later. And we walked around the corner. And he goes, you may want to remember those guys, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. Is that They're right? They're really going to do some neat stuff. Now this is 1979. They had not done anything yet. Is that they, right? You never George, told me this, Lucas and Steven Spielberg. Amazing. And I'm like, what? That's yeah. amazing. That now you reflect on crazy. it, you think, I know what? What the hell's going How on? How did here? I
1: get here? How so did I get here? You play with Bill Clinton too. Yeah. Is this? Uh, Slick
2: Willie. He did not know how to count. You mean his strokes? Correct. Slick Willie. Just give me a four. <laughs> <laughs> and you had no problem doing that, did and you? Now, oh, hell, whatever. And then at the end of the, the thing I remember most at the end of this, it was like somebody interviewed uh, Mr. President, what did you shoot? Uh, 82.
1: And what was he? Uh, what, was, what do you think the real score was?
2: 117. He didn't bring 100. No way. No. no way. Not if you're playing golf. Like, like what you and I do, you count all of your strokes. Yes, I try I to. I try to give you putts, and you're like, I'm not taking it. I'm going to putt it. And if you miss it, you miss it. Well, it helps my handicap. I know. Well, he had that other handicap. <laughs> and you know what, what what's John wrong with doing? you? Who's going to tell, tell the president no?
1: Yeah, that's true. Hit H- another you better one. Just go along Hit another with it. one. Hit
2: another one. That was the theme of the day. That's- there were balls flying D every direction.
1: That's yeah. Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. We're- at Maggie O's on this Sunday morning in downtown St. Louis. Coming up later in the show, Jay's gonna give his list of the top five public courses to play. We also have more PGA news and notes. We're gonna visit with Wes Edwards from the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. And we're gonna take your emails as well. Jay at golf.com That's J jay at Golf.com. A lot of fun here at Maggie O's, a little private party before the NFL Sunday kicks off. And we'll be back with more in just a moment on 101 ESPN.
2: Redbird Heating and Cooling sponsors the Veterans Vocational Apprenticeship Program. Jed, the CEO and former Marine, will teach, mentor, and sign off on educational and mechanical work hours to help you get fully licensed while you work and get paid by the company. What a great way to launch your career as a fully licensed HVAC specialist. Visit RedbirdHVAC.com. That's Redbird Heating and Cooling.
1: For the best in Italian cuisine in St. Louis, look no further than Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield. It's traditional Italian cooking, and their best ingredient, it's their tradition. It's cooking like Paul's grandmother used to make, and like his mother still prepares today. There are no corners cut at Paul Mano's, from greeting you at the door to the pasta you'll share with your family. Paul Mano's is committed to bringing you their very best any time you share a meal at their place. It's Paul Monos located in Chesterfield.
2: Powers Insurance and Risk Management is a family-owned local business that's been helping our community for over 200 years. In the always confusing world of insurance, powers insurance provides clarity exceptional service and the latest in cutting-edge products to deliver the highest quality in property and casualty coverage as well as strategic planning consultation services powers insurance and risk management will partner with you that's right partner with you to customize the right coverage for you and your family tim davis the Chief Operations Officer will personally sit down and talk you through the ins and outs of your policies. They are experts at helping you control your workplace expenses and helping to guarantee the safety of you and your employees and their needs. You can visit them at powersinsurance.com. That's powersinsurance.com for
0: all of your insurance needs. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. To connect with Jay, log on to Golf.com. You'll see the latest in equipment, find the latest innovations in golf, and get tips from a PGA professional. That's JDelsingGolf.com.
2: Hey, this is Jay Delsing, and we golfers are always looking for ways to improve our games. For me, that means I want the very best and the very latest in equipment and in technology. The place for me is Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood. Tom DeGrand opened Pro-Am Golf Center in 1975, and ever since then, he and his family have provided St. Louis with the finest in golf equipment, instruction, and the latest in the ever-changing world of golf technology. Whether you are a scratch golfer looking to find the latest in range finders, or a newcomer looking to find your first set of clubs, Pro-Am Golf That's just what you're looking for. You say you're looking to get yourself custom fitted for a new set of clubs, you need to call TJ. He has fit me personally and he is the best in town. If you mention my name, CJ will take 50% off the already low fitting price. So if you need anything from golf balls to a new pair of shoes or a lesson from Tom, who, by the way, has been helping St. Louisans play better golf for over 45 years, Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood is the place for you. You can also visit them at ProAmUSA.com. That's Pro-Am Golf.
0: This is Paul Lazinger, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delson.
1: Jay Delsing rolls on on a Sunday morning. We're at Maggie O's. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. We took the uh, Car Shield Studios on the road as we do on remote here at uh, Maggie O's in downtown St. Louis, and we're also presented by Darty Business Solutions. I want to throw some news and notes at you. We're going to visit with Eddie McVeigh from Maggie O's. Also. Wes Edwards is coming up as well from the St. Louis sports hall of fame, but this is a story I love. Ricky Fowler bought his childhood How range cool is that? where his dad worked. His dad used to deliver the sand for maintenance and gravel for the parking lot in exchange to allow his son to hit balls. I think that's one of the great stories. So Ricky goes back and buys the range. How cool is that? It's awesome.
2: That is, you know, we gotta, I gotta try to get Ricky back on the show. We, 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 I talked to his agent, and you know, it's, it's you got to jump through a couple hoops here and there. But he'd be great. The, the, he's such a down to earth dude.
1: Why do you think he's so liked on the PGA Tour? Because he's down to earth. He's willing to take the pictures, sign the autographs, and whatnot. Danny,
2: he is relentless when it comes to the kids. And if there's somebody out there, he'll stand there. If it's an hour and a half, if it's, I, I've seen it before, and 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 it's just impressive as hell. He's he's just fantastic and. How great is it to see the resurgence in his game? Yeah, you know bounce back it, here. It's it's so difficult. Deep. One of the things I'd love to talk to him about too is like getting married, having a family, starting a family. You know what that's like. You got these this this whole section of your family at home, and then you go on the road and call the Cardinal games. You may not see them for two or three weeks or longer, and it, and it's it just is an entirely different animal.
1: So it leads me to this downtime for a PGA Tour player. And outside of what's happening in the Bahamas this weekend, it really is a downtime on the PGA Tour. Yes. What is that like for a player? Like, what do you do? What's Ricky Fowler doing to kind of maybe get the family time, but also making sure that his game stays in shape?
2: Yeah, everybody's different. Like, So one of the things that I did right at the end of every year, D, is, is so weird. I got sick. Almost at the end of every year, I think you've told me that too. At the end of the yes, the Cardinal one sixty two, you like you kind of let your guard down. All of a sudden, you wind up with a cold or some, you know, the flu or something weird. Um, so, so everybody's different. What I did is I would I would just put my clubs away and I would I stayed in the gym, so I because I still like that physical, you know, stayed physically fit and I love that for my mental health. But I put my clubs away for at least a couple weeks, depending on what it looked like. I didn't touch them. And just 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 to blow the the cobwebs out of your brain, you know you just get so wrapped up in the same stuff every single day, and you it's that 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 recurrent thinking you know, and you're like what's wrong with my driver? <laughs> I can't find my... But that begs the question,
1: though. Do you sit there and say, all right, this part of my game was not great yeah. this past season, so right. I am putting my clubs away, but... Oh, yeah. There's an, you know, my putting, yep. my driver, right. whatever the case, right. my, my chipping. Right. There's so, got to be something that you work on.
2: Oh, uh, absolutely. So what you what I would do then is I'd take that couple, you know, maybe 10 days off or so and not touch them, and then put a plan together on where my game needed the most work and most attention. So, like you said, you can never, as far as I'm concerned, you can never putt well enough. You can never, no one's ever said, yeah, I made enough putts. Period. Never been said, ever. Yeah. Tiger Woods has never said, and he holds everything, I never made enough putts. All of us want to make more. I don't care if you're Jack in his prime. When Jack was putting into a. Trash can, it looked so big, and this ball just disappeared all the time. You can't make enough putts, and so you're always working. I was always working on my putting, and I was a left-aimer. I aimed too far left and kind of cut and pushed my putts, and so I was always working on trying to get that aim better so that I could start a ball in the. if i wanted to hit a putt on the right edge it, ball started on the right edge or very close to that
1: so do you think that's the part of the game that most players are working at or at least they're saying i'm not taking this time off i'm, I'm going to keep a putter in my hand danny some guys don't take ever, ever take any
2: time off Well, they don't necessarily play but they're going to go hit balls for two three hours they're going to do their fitness for a couple hours you know there's all these teams associated with everything and so there there's a plan in store and there's very very little d that's taken for granted you know what i mean there's nothing is left no stone is left unturned and they just keep on going first time in a long time
1: that we're gonna have a mixed event I, mixed pga so with the lpga it's a team event and this is something that i know that you used to compete in and into something you really enjoyed i really did i'm I, glad I, it's back
2: danny i it's it's so fun i i used to I got to, I, I never got to play with her as my partner, but Julie Inkster is one of my favorite humans on the planet. And you looked at me after- We've had her on the show. Yeah, after she was on the show and you looked at me and said, wow, you know, just some of the comments off air, just, this is such a cool human being. And so it's fun to get to know those, the, those gals, to get to know what they're going through, to know what they're up against out on the LPGA tour. It's a lot of fun
1: team event so how will that work you think for what they're trying to accomplish
2: Um, oh well I think it's just more exposure I think it really helps the women's tour more than it helps us just to 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 bring them up uh, a a little bit and and play with the men and get some more attention and and look these women are playing great golf their their swings are impressive to watch we've said this a hundred times might as well go ahead and say it again folks You want to get better, it is much more relatable to watch the LPGA players swing. Their technique and form and rhythm is spectacular.
1: No surprise here, Luke Donald named the captain The Ryder Cup for the Euros. That'll be in a couple years in New York. No surprise whatsoever. How
2: about that? We're going to have to get him back on again. You think he'll do it? Oh, my gosh, Danny, we've been texting and saying some things um, on on Twitter or X, whatever the hell we call it now, and he's just got a great sense of humor. We got him last year on the show, but it was a little close to the event. It was, what, about a month away or so? It was actually 30 days out. Yeah, it was like 30 days out, and so he was a little bit... Reserved, but he's got a great sense of humor. He's really a good guy. And why, if you're the Euros, why wouldn't you want him back on?
1: I can understand why he was reserved because there's pressure. I mean, there's so much pressure. And I think, especially on the European captain. Not to say that there wasn't pressure on the Americans, but man, to be the European captain, there is so much pressure in that job.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And look, they haven't lost on home soil in 30 years. You do not. Want your name next to the guy that gave that up. No way.
1: Eddie McVeigh is coming up. We are at Maggie O's on this Sunday morning. Have a little private party before the NFL Sunday kicks off. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. Also, we're going to go through Jay's top five local courses to play, public courses. We have emails coming in. Jay at and with that, you have a chance to register to play in a foursome with us we're going to take you out in the spring when the weather turns so jay at jaydelsinggolf.com wes edwards will be our guest from the st louis sports hall of fame so it's golf with jay delsing it rolls on and this is 101
2: espn We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800 518 1626 or visit them on the web at ssmphysicaltherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion.
0: Hello, friends. This is Jim Nance, and you are listening to Golf with my friend Jay Delson.
2: Starty Business Solutions has been enhancing the business of our customers for the last 37 years. How do we do it? Through our expertise in technology, better use of data and analytics, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. We roll up our sleeves and collaborate. We build applications and effectively communicate with our partner clients to bring their goals and objectives to the finish line. Our award winning Access Point program is a community game changer. With nearly 100 students in the program, mostly young African American females are making between $55 and $60,000 per year right out of high school. That's right, $55 to $60,000 a year right after high school graduation. That's when they begin their training. CEO Ron Darty believes The talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. So here's Access Point, providing more and more opportunity for those in and around our community. It's Dirty Business Solutions. Get
1: ready to watch the legends of golf up close when they compete at historic Norwood Hills Country Club right here in St. Louis. The Ascension Charity Classic will be back again with some of golf's biggest names. Steve Stricker, Padraig Harrington, John Daly, David Duvall, Bernard Longer, Ernie Els, and more will return September 3rd through the 8th at Norwood Hills. All tournament proceeds go to area charities serving North St. Louis County youth and families, sponsorship opportunities, Pro-Am foursomes, and more information available for you at AscensionCharityClassic.com.
2: Are you driving an out-of-warranty car? It's only a matter of time before your out-of-warranty vehicle is in the shop costing you thousands of dollars. Auto repair costs are up nearly 20% from last year, which is four times the rate of inflation. If an unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready for that? Well, now you can be with a plan through Car Shield. Even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive costs. Your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. Traveling by car is a way of life. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are a daily essential. When you enroll in a car protection plan through CarShield, you can look forward to the following. The price will never go up no matter how many claims you file or no matter how high the mileage on your car increases. CarShield offers protection plans that start as low as $100 per month. That's $100 per month. They have repair coverage for up to 5,000 different parts of your vehicle, plus when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road, you get 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance. You also get complimentary towing and rental car options. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down, and they can have yours too. CarShield today at 800-465-6550 or visit carshield.com. It's CarShield, proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show.
0: WSOS. XOS HD1 East St. Louis 101 ESPN is driven by Auto Center's Nissan. Home of the lifetime warranty and 30-day return. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. We're halfway home, and it's time to make the turn. Let's get back to Jay and Dan.
1: Golf of Jay Delsing rolls on on a Sunday morning on 101 ESPN. A little later in the show, we visit with Wes Edwards from the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. We've already had Derek Gould on, and we've gone through some of the news and notes around the PGA Tour. But let's welcome in from Maggie O's, the owner and proprietor of Maggie O's, Eddie McVeigh. Great to be with you, Eddie. I
3: really appreciate it. Um... I'm sure Jay filled you in briefly, but uh, Let the, De- the Delsing McVeigh family go way back. So this is kind of a cool little uh, collaboration between uh, uh, us when Jay reached out. I was excited to do this. And then, of course, really cool that you're part of it, too, Thank Dan. You. So this is really cool. Thank you for being down here. You bet.
2: Oh, Eddie, it, when I think about what I must have did to your dad from watching my career. <laughs>
3: oh, <gosh. laughs> I, it's, the ups
2: and the Downs. You guys a, had to swear at me I, on Sundays I, or Mondays. I think I
3: told you. I think I was 30 before I realized uh, my Uncle Duke wasn't the president. Uh, Bobby Rooney wasn't better than Pele, and that you weren't better than Tiger Woods. Because in my family, buddy, you are loyal to the core. My dad was old; he followed you. My family, we followed you every week, you know, and we enjoyed it so much, you know. And uh, but we really did it, and what, what great memories for us. But my dad was so proud of you, and he was good. For, for everybody wouldn't know this, but he was a good friend. Came from the same neighborhood, Glasgow Village yeah. up north. Yeah. And uh, he was good friends with your father. And oh, so yeah. that meant a lot to him. And uh, we really enjoyed following you all those years. I right.
2: always wanted to go to the McVeigh house because there was always a game going. There there's 11 had, of us. There always had right. a game going. It was so <laughs> <laughs> much fun. So <laughs> it you was been, a
1: blast. Is this a good Catholic
3: family, oh, Eddie? Oh, good old Irish Catholic, <laughs> You better believe it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm talking to kind of Catholics like when you went to Mass, you didn't just get to bring home the bulletin because he'd <laughs> ask you, But, well, yeah, I know you got the bulletin.
1: What was the homily
2: about (laughs) (laughs) Dad, don't ask me that. Come on. No kidding.
1: This place is remarkable. We're at the downtown location on a Sunday morning, and you just had the Blues game on Thursday. You're here with City. You got baseball. But you you redid this whole facility. Tell us about the facility and what you've done. So, Dan, the Maggie's has
3: been here since 1979. Original owner was Harry Belli. My brother, Pat, worked for him forever. I parked cars here and, and bus tables here forever growing up. And um, we bought it from him, um, I guess we're right almost at 20 years now. Um, and um, since I've lost my brother, but it's me now. But it was just the old school. Everybody knew Maggie O'Brien's. Man, if you're from St. Louis, you had a Maggie O'Brien story. Everybody kind of knew it. And um, But when I found out, they kept switching where they were going to put this stadium. And we always did wonderful with the Cardinals. Just a good crowd. Not that great, but good. You know, we, yeah. we shuttle everybody to everything. Yeah. Any concerts. Of course, the Blues. I would, I would argue that we're probably the biggest Blues bar in St. Louis before and after Blues games. So we always did well with that. But Dan, when they said they were finally agreed that they were putting this soccer street at Market and, tw- or excuse me, this soccer stadium at Market and Twentieth, and I'm at Market and Twentieth. I just finally said, you know, I went to the bank and said, uh, hey, let's do well, this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they, they couldn't wait to get, get, get me buried. Oh, uh, Eddie, but, but, this is so
2: spectacular. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I, you. I mean, uh, the TVs and the, the atmosphere, the the people working here so friendly. The Thank food. you. I told Danny, coming down here, best um, – uh, Reuben sandwich I've ever had. Well, thank you for yeah. saying that. I do really Should appreciate it. One. And really the whole
3: idea was when we did it was open it up a little bit more for the flow of, of not only the customer getting through, the employees getting through that kind of thing. And to be able to I made the bar so much bigger for the very simple fact that I always knew we could do bigger numbers if more people could get to it. It yeah. was just so yeah. by being able to do that, that's really helped overall. And during soccer games it is just like it's almost like St. Patrick's Day in here every every <laughs> yeah. game and, and everybody's rooting hard. And then the same thing for Blues, Cardinals, and anything going on downtown. If it's a concert, whatever it is, we tend to do well. And then of course we have the other location. Uh, they're in Sunset Hills, uh, right off of South Lindbergh.
2: We'll get out there. We'll put our two butts over in a
3: yeah, chair. Man. Over yeah, man. We, we'll fun. do. We'll do one of these shows yeah. on a Sunday morning over there too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. So yeah, man. We appreciate you guys being out, and and uh, it's gone well so far. But you know how it is, guys. I always feel like you're one day away from making that one wrong decision, and you're back to square one. So I, I I'm very blessed. Uh, Very lucky. Keep trying to work hard and hope for the best. We mentioned
1: this place is big. How much square footage do you have here?
3: We're down here on on this first level, Danny. We're right at about 9,600 square feet. And of that, you know, you got that does include some of the kitchen, and the kitchen's big, too. But, Dan, if I showed you what this place looked like, like when I talk about the facilities for the worker before to what it is now I mean it was night and day day. the the size of our walk-in coolers now and our free stuff that a guy that comes in to get a sandwich and a beer would never think about but it makes such a difference in what we're able to do how fast we're able to do it how quick we can get to things and all the equipment behind the bar everything's brand spanking new so it's been wonderful because believe me this place been open for, uh, seven days a week till three a.m. for a long time. That's a lot of late nights and early mornings, beating up equipment and stuff. So it was time.
2: That really wasn't. There wasn't any sort of significant upgrade, Eddie, since you've been around until then, right? Right. Yeah. And,
3: and in, in the in the area too, uh, Jay. I, 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 I really do think this, it can be kind of, people can get down on some St. Louis, and I can be one of them sometimes, but you really stop and think about it over the years, ever since they got to uh, the, the Arch grounds yep. and redid that, and then he- headed down further, like with Soldiers Memorial, yep. uh, Keener Plaza, and then what uh, Union Station, yep. when he uh, Laughlin bought that and has changed that and made that nice yep. over there. And then, of course, the soccer stadium. I mean, it's really kind of moved in this direction, and um, and it is some positive things with all of that. And I think it's you know it's a, it's a credit to St. Louis, and we should be proud of it. So, Hell, what, yeah.
1: What is your message then to people that wonder about downtown and should I go there and make a stop before a game? What what would be your message because you know there can be some things that uh, people are worried about if they come downtown. There's no doubt about it, and I'll
3: and I'll speak for myself. My location here with Maggie's is we try our very best. Everything is lit. You could see us from the moon. We're lit all the way around. <laughs> I've got cameras in every direction, typically have security out depending on the days, whatever. But in general... Like most things, you guys, this is how I feel about it. If you're on this main strip where you're in that action and stuff, there's people, there's things going on. You know, I I'd, I'd feel very comfortable in saying, come do that. I just think it's when you get in those secluded areas and stuff and maybe not a lot of people around. You can get a little sketchy, a little yeah. little questionable about how you feel and stuff. But I will say this to the day my big ass goes underneath. <laughs> I'm from St. Louis, and I'm proud to be from St. Louis. And I, I'll never, and, I will, and I will never, ever not say that. I'm, I'm a St. Louis boy born and raised, and I'm proud to own a bar right in the heart of this city. So take that, whoever don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> I love
2: it. I love it. Eddie, to your point, this west corridor from the arch on out west – you know, my brother, my family's been in soccer, like your family has been in soccer forever, but this stadium is state-of-the-art. Dan, the just, art. Dan just
3: looked at my body when Jay said that, by the way. <laughs> no, yes, I Dan, did. way back when, way back
5: when. <laughs> no.
2: But, I mean, this stadium is state-of-the-art. We were talking about this as we drove in, that they're, they're, they are copying the concept for, for having all the training and everything right on campus here.
3: I've heard, and I don't know because I'm certainly not in the know in the soccer community, world, whatever, but I've heard there's literal consideration for the U.S. team to consider having their training. I don't know what our weather does to that. That is maybe a little bit of a curve. But because it's all so enclosed and because it's so top-notch, there are rumblings of that, and that has to tell you right there. I will tell you this. I don't know if both of you have been over there or not. I do have lucky enough to have season tickets, and I wanted them to make sure they knew, hey, I'm supporting you too. You know, just for sure. But um, they left no stone unturned over there, you guys. I mean it. I mean, what a – and, you know, both. And the other thing, two St. Louis families. Right. The
1: Taylor family. You mentioned – you know, Soldiers Memorial, the Arch Crown Fronts, uh, the area around Forest here. Park for, forever. They've yeah. done so much. They're front and center with everything. You, know
3: you know what it reminds you of is the old days with Anheuser-Busch. It absolutely exactly. does, does, does. If, they're, if, they're, if we're going to do something in St. Louis, they're going to be part of it. And you, you have to appreciate I've said it so many times in so many interviews about, hey, what do you think from the very beginning when they didn't even break ground yet I've talked on it. And you have to think – that, you know, those families, they could open up. A, they could be anywhere they wanted to be, and they they stayed at home. And I, you
1: got to appreciate that. The little guy Eddie McVeigh appreciates it. I'll tell you that, Eddie. What are your hours down here for fans that want to come down? Shuttles to to and from games, all those things that
3: you do. Okay, briefly uh, for the downtown location, we will shuttle to everything down here. Typically, when I say that, there might be. Let's st- just say this, not to city though, because you're you know you're gonna walk, walk st- across the street. <laughs> okay, <laughs> only only guys that look like me. Get- We'll take that shuttle straight across. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, Blues, Cardinals, any of the concerts, even if it's at uh, the at Bush Stadium or the Dome. We, we shuttled all of that stuff, and we do have a 3 a.m. license. We typically just utilize that on Fridays and Saturday nights. We do a lot of late-night business with, like, weddings that get done and stuff like that. We'll get them in the middle of the day. We're, you know what we are, really, you guys? I really mean this. You come in here on a Saturday or a Friday afternoon at happy hour. You'll be sitting next to a guy in a, that just got done working on the highway, who's sitting next to a lawyer, who's sitting next to a, a secretary. You're just that you're, you're an everyday bar that every. Everybody feels comfortable too, so we do uh, do three a.m.s on the weekends when needed. The rest of the week we're till one thirty, like most bars, and then the Sunset Hills location is the one one thirty time, you know.
1: Thanks for what you're doing. It's great that you're here in St. Louis, so thank you for doing that. Thank you,
3: Dan. I appreciate it very much. And, guys, I, I really I really mean this. Thank you kindly for being here. I look forward to our uh, relationship here moving forward. Absolutely. And um, I can't thank you enough, you know, and it's cool to, cool to be with you guys.
2: It's phenomenal to have someone like Maggie O's associated with the show. Like you said, it's been as long as I can remember being – Wanting to come downtown and have a cocktail, this has always been the place.
3: Right on. I appreciate that. Please come down and see us, you guys, seven days a week. Uh, open up at 11 a.m. We love you for lunch, happy hour, any of your private parties, any of your to go foods. We do it all. We'll cater to you. You name it, we'll do it. Uh, just give us a call, and uh, I, I look forward to seeing you all down here. I'm, I'm the fat guy at the end of the bar, usually got a cocktail in front of me. I'd be smoking a cigar if they let me, but they won't let me do that.
1: Hey, real quickly, how did COVID affect business? and did it change what you did as a business? Yeah, COVID
3: affected it big Great time. Person. And I'll, I'll speak for uh, probably a lot of the guys that do what I do, but, I mean, everybody. I, I, the Danny, the, the, the craziest part of that was typically what I learned in um, doing this Because I really feel like in this business, and probably a lot of businesses, you just throw stuff against the wall, see what sticks, and then you go with it. If you don't, maybe I call you and say, hey, Dan, when your dad used to this, or your mom used to do that, or Jay, when your dad was pitching or or, or playing in the big leagues, and you had somebody to call that maybe already did it, and your son was trying to do it. When COVID hit, there was nobody to call. Like all of us, all these, you know, I know all the bar by now, all the bar and restaurant owners. You know, most of us all talk semi-regularly or meet and see each other. Nobody knew. We were all looking at each other like, what the hell are we going to do? We didn't know. I mean, we literally did not know. So that was the big effect. Who do you call to even get advice? And then you just kind of rolled with it. Then they basically shut you down. Then it was twenty five percent, then it was fifty percent, then back to twenty five, but now you gotta put things up between you. So then it was like you had to spend money to not make you can't stay open on twenty five percent to go way, food, no Much way. less they made you spend money on separators and stuff. Point being is I don't even think the people making the rules knew what to do. Everybody was trying to figure it out. We went along with it and we got through it, thank God. And I know a lot of people didn't. That at that time was when you better have ran your place, whatever you were in, I think, correctly all the way up until that point. Because that was when the proof was in a pudding. And if you hadn't you know, you needed those banks to know Absolutely. they're going to back you and stuff, you know. So it was tough, but I'm happy we got through it, and hopefully we never do it again.
1: Eddie, thank you. Thanks right. for everything you're doing downtown. Thank you
3: guys very much. I appreciate you being here. That's and, Eddie Dan, Mc- you know what? You're way better looking at
1: person, I got to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it is good to seeing you, boys. Thanks for being here, fellas. Check is in the mail, Eddie. Go Irish. That's Eddie, <laughs> <laughs> Eddie McBay, Maggie O's, G- uh, Golf with Jay Delsing. That was fun. Fun oh. to visit with Eddie. What a great character. What a great guy.
2: Absolutely. That's what thats what this is all about. This is what's so fun about having someone like Eddie involved in the show. This is a character. This is also a guy that cares deeply about community and family, and he's just fun.
1: I, I tell you, he mentioned the Taylor family. We all yeah. did. And uh, we're looking outside now through the, the glass windows on this Sunday morning. That? And that... Stadium, if you haven't been down here, is just spectacular from the outside. I know what the reactions have been on the inside, but when you look at it from the outside, um, it it adds to St. Louis like none other, man. It's spectacular. No doubt, no
2: doubt, and it's such a feather in our cap, and you're gonna hate what I'm gonna say next, but I'm saying it anyway. There is a huge chance that had you not been able to go in front of that board of aldermen and tell them to pay attention, you know this is true, you're a humble ass guy, but you know this is true, and you said, I need you to listen to me. I watched you do this, I don't know how many times, on YouTube and everything else, and you said, if you're gonna say no to these family, this, this, this group, who are you gonna say yes to? And you said, look up, please, put your phones down, listen to me, and that was, a, in my opinion, a turning point and crucial to get that vote To go the correct way
1: well i appreciate that is
2: that not true though i mean that you've had a lot of people tell you that and you got up there relatively unscripted and dropped the bomb that made people pay attention and i gotta tell you d it's it's hard to imagine as well as as carolyn and the taylor family has done this that this thing almost didn't happen
1: it almost didn't happen and we were driving down here uh, and traffic was non existent because it's Sunday morning, but yeah. you could see uh, from the highway. We, we were going down Highway 40, yeah. and you could see all the construction that had taken place. And you, you touched upon it all the youth that now has a chance to play for City, the development. And pretty soon, we're going to have multiple kids playing MLS and overseas oh, because yes. of, of what's happened here with the city. There's
2: no telling what. And Danny, how about when we made the turn, we got off of 40 went over the overpass the new overpass at 22nd street and we both looked to our right and we got that youth the, the, the youth there's probably four games going on yeah. at that little turf field over there with amazing. the little pup goals and it's it's just amazing and it does i mean it's it just i just reminded me that you know you had such a huge part of it I appreciate and you'll never that. bring it up but it's true folks Check Thank it you. out. It's on, it's, it on is. It's, it's on. YouTube. It's on YouTube. Check it out. It is one hell of a speech. It makes you want to get up and run through the wall.
1: Appreciate it. That's yep. Jay, uh, Jay Delsing. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. We're coming to you from Maggie O's on a Sunday morning as we're on remote. We took the Car Shield Studios on remote. We're presented by Darty Business Solutions. Coming up, Jay's top five public courses to play Let's just say in St. Louis in the metro area, because I bet you go across the river a little bit. That oh, yeah. would be my guess, but we'll find out. This is Golf with J. Delsing.
2: Delsing here, and my show, Golf with J. Delsing, presented by Darty Business Solutions, can be heard every Sunday morning from 8 to 10, right here on 101 ESPN. It's the biggest names in golf, tips for your game, your local golf scene, the LPGA, and much more. You can reach me at jdelsinggolf.com to enter to win a free dozen TP5 golf balls we give away each week. It's Golf with Jay Delsing every Sunday morning from eight to 10.
6: This is Adam Betts from Family Golf and Learning Center located in Kirkwood. Our motto is play your best golf. We have the best instruction for every skill level. Two female instructors along with our eight PGA instructors. We're there for the kids and the adults who are starting to play and trying to refine their game. Family Golf and Learning Center features a double-decker driving range, grass tees, and a short game area, along with indoor simulators and a performance center. That's not all. Don't forget about our back nine bar and grill. Find out how we can help you and your family. Head to familygolfonline.com. That's familygolfonline.com. It's Family Golf and Learning Center, where we make St. Louis better at golf.
2: Okay, so you know Marcone is the largest distributor of GE parts in North America. Check. You know about their support for backstoppers, first responders, and our men and women in the military. Check that also. Well, here's their latest community venture. It's called Wreaths Across America. This year, Marcon will place 1,000 Christmas wreaths on the grave sites of our fallen military heroes in 10 different cemeteries around the country, from Dallas to Delaware, Western New York to Houston, New Jersey to right here at Jefferson Barracks. Each of these locations and more we'll have wreaths delivered and respectfully placed on a gravesite. Remember the fallen, honor those who serve, and teach the next generation the value of freedom. That's the mission of the Wreaths Across America program. So join the Golf with Jay Delsing Show and Marcone and sponsor a wreath, volunteer, or partner with us to support our military. Saturday, December 16th, is National Wreaths Across America Day. So get involved. That's Marcone and Wreaths Across America.
1: For the best in Italian cuisine in St. Louis, look no further than Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield. It's traditional Italian cooking and their best ingredient? It's their tradition. It's cooking like Paul's grandmother used to make and like his mother still prepares today. There are no corners cut at Paul Mano's, from greeting you at the door to the pasta you'll share with your family. Paul Mano's is committed to bringing you their very best anytime you share a meal at their place. It's Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield.
2: Do you remember the golden rule? I'm sure you do, but just in case it goes like this. Treat people the way that you'd like to be treated. At People's National Bank, that one statement is the cornerstone of what this bank is all about. Locally owned with 23 locations in Southern Illinois and the metropolitan St. Louis area, People's National Bank parlays a robust menu of commercial or personal banking services you could possibly need with a friendly yet hardworking Midwestern attitude. Maybe you just wanna do business with a bank whose entire team lives in the same neighborhoods as we do. If you're like me and doing business with someone you trust is important to you, then People's National Bank is the bank for you. Jason Rantham, local president is here for you to call and he'll answer any questions you may have. His personal cell is 314-974-2243. You can also find us online at peoplesnationalbank.com. People's National Bank is here for all of your banking needs.
6: Hi, this is Nick Ragone from the Ascension Charity Classic. And you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing.
1: visit that was with Eddie McVeigh we're coming to you from Maggie O's downtown two locations we're at the downtown location that's Jay Delsing I'm Dan McLaughlin it's Golf with Jay Delsing presented by Darty Business Solutions okay this is going to be open for debate you're going to make some people happy you're going to make some people sad and mad but your top five courses public courses to play St. Louis metro St. Louis area what do you got okay so I'm going to start on the
2: east side and I'm gonna go is this with this in any particular order. No, we're or we just gonna go top five. Yep, top five. Okay. Anbrier, which is I love Ambrier. Anbrier's a great track. If you haven't gone and played Brier, it is fantastic. And then I'm going with Gateway. And Gateway has acres and acres of bent grass fairways and surrounds and everything. It is, it's it's there's only I know they're redoing Fox Run right now. Mr. Budrovich is redoing that. So I'm not sure what they're, they're going to do grass-wise there. But right now, we'll leave Fox Run out of, it, out of the equation. But right now, St. Louis Country Club and Gateway are the only two all um, uh, bent grass. Bent, bent grass. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fox Run used to be, but I, I think they're, they're redoing that. And then, Danny, when we go on the, the St. Louis side, we're going to throw one. The links of Dardeen out in St. Charles, you really got to check it out if you haven't seen it. It's a cute, fun little golf course to play. Um, The Bluffs has had a a Nike event there. The the Bluffs is a really, really good layout, really good layout. And then lastly, I'm going to say this is probably one of my favorite public courses to play. It's Aberdeen. When I go to Aberdeen, I just like it. Reminds me of Scotland a little bit. D. There's always the heather. There's always the 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 um, the wind is blowing a little bit. and You get the ripple effect on the on the on the uh, fescue and stuff out there. It's really super cool. And so there's so many options. So many. Co- when we were off air, there's so many courses that we left off. Oh, I man. mean, there's a Spencer lot. T. Olin. Spencer T is a great track. There's um, Normandy and this the the re of Normandy is... I cannot wait to see what Jack Nicholas is going to do with that.
1: What do you think it's going to be like at Normandy? That's an area that you grew up in. Yep. You played it a thousand times. Yep. What do you think that's going to be like? I think
2: it's going to... I don't, I don't think it's going to even resemble itself, T. I think it's going to have... It's going, going to be the most ridiculous makeover we've ever seen. Really? I really do. Demon. I think Jack is going to come in there with all of his ability, Danny, to get... to grow turf and to change... You know, because... Let's face it, Normandy was as muni as muni gets. There are lots of fairways that have no grass in them. Sure, lots of greens that were lost because of the heat and things like that. And now you're going to get the great Jack Nicklaus, his design team, in there with the right sort of turf that matches our, you know, our climate. It's I think it's going to be spectacular. And some of the benefits that are going to come with this Normandy project. Are in the endowment where we're going to try to get it so that if you live in that area, you're going to get to get to play there. How do
1: you redo a course like that? You can't buy more land right. in this case, so you got the land that's there. How does it work? What do you do?
2: Well, you're, first of all, you, you're going to Jack's going to maximize the ground in any way he can. So move a T here, move a green here, make it so that it's more functional in terms of of flow. When Jack saw and you know you and I were sitting there talking to him, when he saw the property People were like, what are we going to do routing-wise? And he's like, there really isn't much you can do routing-wise. We're going to have to keep it pretty much as it is, but we're going to enhance what we have.
1: Sure. And yeah. maybe a little change of the
2: course. Yeah, can you do for sure. some
1: things with yeah. the greens and, and whatnot? Yeah, can you do that? absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they will probably do that. And
2: they will. And you know how Jack is with the greens. He gets, he gets slopey. He gets undulating. Man, yeah. when you play a Jack Nicklaus golf course, D, you remember quickly— how good he was with his irons man he didn't miss he didn't miss much
1: kids involvement involvement too is going to be an integral part yep. of what's happening out of normandy for absolutely. people that don't know we get at j at we can't tell you how many emails come in right. and ask us about normandy and what it means for the community what it's going to look like what they're going to do but the kids aspect of this is absolutely Huge! It's, with what's it's imperative, and
2: so the first tee is going to do their programming there, Danny. So that's that's where they're, 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 that's where the rubber really meets the road with the golf because they're teaching some of the nine core values, and it's that's where the game is more than a game. You know, when it's, it's these life skills that they're 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 giving these young men and women, it's just fantastic. So there's there's going to be that component, um, and and we're talking about this. We know that you know having the great Ozzie Smith involved with the PGA section, the PGA, anything golf is a huge win. And Ozzy, they're they're talking about doing that, that golf facility at the old Carter Carburetor plant up in north county which would absolutely be another huge win and that's it's certainly not going to happen in 2023 but that's on the horizon very very soon
1: did you know ozzy was this involved with golf when he first got involved i mean he I loves had no the idea. game yeah yeah i
2: had no idea i think when i had oz on the show we got to get him on again when i had him on the show we are like did you ever play he didn't play at all exactly. when he was playing baseball and danny it's almost like as soon as the baseball door closed He walked through the golf door and got bit, and he's... He's a junkie.
1: He is a junkie it for golf. is
2: awesome. A golf junkie. I love it.
1: And it's made such a difference with the golf community, too. Not just kids, but just across the board for awareness and recognition.
2: Absolutely. We talk about it all the time. We don't care about what color you are. We, we are you and I are in the, in the weeds on that. We love that. But when you have someone that has the same color skin as you do, that played in Major League Baseball, that's a Hall of Famer, that grew up in Compton... I mean, and he's speaking to you? Yeah. Yeah. Makes your, a difference. Your, your head's going to turn, and you're you're going to listen.
1: Emails of the day, j at jdelsingolf.com, coming up later in the show. Up next, we're talking about the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. Wes Edwards, from their board, has been working very hard for many years on the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. We're going to shed some light on it. It's very important. There's some great athletes, personnel, front office, people behind the scenes, all of them have been recognized thanks to the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame, including my partner, Jay Delsing. I know that meant a lot to you to go it, in it,
2: it really did, Danny. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was amazing and, and just a great honor. And It's really going to be interesting. I can't wait to talk to Wes and, and just really, like you said, shine some light on this thing because it's a hell of a, a feather in the cap of the, the entire St. Louis community.
1: Wes Edwards coming up. Emails as well. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. We're presented by Daugherty Business Solutions.
2: I want to welcome Redbird Heating and Cooling to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. You can reach them at 314-320-9507 or on the website redbirdhvac.com. CEOs Jed Dickinson and Jerry Pearson run the area's most responsive and dedicated heating and cooling company that's been conscientiously supporting the St. Louis area for the last decade. Just last month, when my air conditioner stopped working, Jed and his team were at my home at 7 a.m. to replace one unit and then repair the other your money like it's our money was jed's statement to me and the repairs for unit two was less than two hundred dollars if you want to work with a family-owned business that you can trust then call 314-320-9507 or visit them at redbirdhvac.com that's redbirdhvac.com
4: Christmas is a time to make memories with the ones we love. Memories of sharing our favorite holiday traditions. Memories of spending time with family. But some kids won't have the memories of opening gifts around the tree. This Christmas, you can make a difference in the lives of Cardinal Glennon kids who won't be home for the holidays. Give your gift today at treeofhope.org and give hope to a child this Christmas.
2: Powers Insurance and Risk Management is a family-owned local business that's been helping our community for over 200 years. In the always confusing world of insurance, Powers Insurance provides clarity, exceptional service, and the latest in cutting-edge products to deliver the highest quality in property and casualty coverage, as well as strategic planning consultation services. Powers Insurance and Risk Management will partner with you That's right, partner with you to customize the right coverage for you and your family. Tim Davis, the Chief Operations Officer, will personally sit down and talk you through the ins and outs of your policies. They are experts at helping you control your workplace expenses and helping to guarantee the safety of you and your employees and their needs. You can visit them at powersinsurance.com. That's powersinsurance.com for all of your insurance needs.
6: Hi, this is Adam Beth from Family Golf and Learning Center. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delson.
2: Darty Business Solutions has been enhancing the business of our customers for the last 37 years. How do we do it? Through our expertise in technology, better use of data and analytics artificial intelligence and machine learning. We roll up our sleeves and collaborate. We build applications and effectively communicate with our partner clients to bring their goals and objectives to the finish line. Our award-winning Access Point program is a community game changer. With nearly 100 students in the program, mostly young African-American females are making between 55 and $60,000 per year right out of high school. That's right, fifty-five dollars to $60,000 a year right after high school graduation. That's when they begin their training. CEO Ron Darty believes the talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. So here's Access Point, providing more and more opportunity for those in and around our community. It's Darty Business Solutions.
1: number two from Maggie O's continues. It's Golf with Jay Delsing. We're presented by Darty Business Solutions, we've taken this on the road. The Car Shield Studios on remote at Maggie O's as we get ready for an NFL Sunday. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. Wes Edwards from the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame is our guest. We heard from Derek Gould in hour one. The big guest comes in hour number two, Wes <laughs> Edwards. Wes, great to have you here. Thanks for doing this. Wow, that's lofty
7: praise, Dan. <laughs> I've never been the, the best of anything, so. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks
2: for joining us, Wes. Isn't this place great? All this energy, these TVs.
7: The, the, Eddie McVeigh's done a great job down here. Yeah, at the Blues fans are out in droves. Yeah, here. they're ready to go. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Now tell us a little bit about your background and how you got involved with the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame.
7: So the Hall of Fame started in 2009 uh, by Greg Marasek. He had a vision to have a Hall of Fame just for St. Louis sports. And I was looking for something to do that gave back the community, maybe tapped into some of my experience. And I was invited to come onto their committee in 2012 was my first year. I didn't
1: realize that. It goes back to yeah. 2012. Yeah, wow.
7: 2012 was my first year. And I've kind of stayed with them the entire time. Um, we unfortunately lost Greg in 2020. Uh, it was right in the middle of the pandemic. And it was like, The room was kind of looking at each other going, what do we do now? Where do we go from here? And we decided he wouldn't want the Hall of Fame to end because he passed. So we kept it going, and now we're uh, three years later, and things are clicking along. It's such a neat thing. I'm so honored to to be inducted in the
2: Hall of Fame, Wes. And it's for folks who don't really know what it's like. I mean, you, you get this phone call, and it's almost like, Danny, you know, you pinch yourself. Like is this real? I, I, it's it's um, and then to to sit there with some of the other folks that are already in a hall of fame, it's just I mean it's uh, it's it's just hard to even describe the feeling of that.
1: What's the criteria to put somebody in?
7: Well, the the only real criteria is that we don't let people nominate themselves. There is a nomination form on the website, and once that happens. We started looking at it now. There's obviously lots of people that nobody needs an introduction to that are in the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame, Stan Musial, Brett Hall. If they weren't in, people would be scratching their heads and say, well, "Why aren't they in?" Yeah. But but for us, we like to spread the love around, and we have coaches, we have you know trainers, we have owners, and really, if you've made a stamp on the St. Louis sports scene. Then you're going to be considered.
2: You know, West. Growing up, Danny and I grew up here. You're from here. Sports is a f- major part of our lives. I mean, st- since the time that I could walk, I was, I was kicking a ball, throwing a ball, doing something. I know you and I grew up almost identically, and I'm, I'm assuming you did too, West. It's it's it wouldn't be right if there weren't coaches and and those other folks that had such influences on some of the athletes to be, to be to not be in there.
7: Yeah, it's it's so. It's heartwarming to see when the coach, like this last induction we just had, uh, Rick Gorzinski from up in Hazelwood, went in as a football coach, and there were 70 people there t- to help honor him. That that speaks volumes when you, you know you get those kinds of responses from people to come in and. Support you on those. It's a homecoming, is what what a- ends up happening. Yeah. And
1: it's not just here in St. Louis. It's an extension because you you use the Metro East as a part of the St. Louis Sports right. Hall of yeah. Fame. That's correct. So That's, that started
7: ahead. about about five years ago. We had the idea that the you know the Illinois side is very very proud of their athletes and coaches, and it it helped us kind of branch out and and have a bigger footprint in town so actually our next enshrinement will be held at the Gateway Convention Center in Collinsville and it is definitely laden with people that have Illinois roots but they're St. Louis folks give us some names can you release some of those names that you have right now these have been released so Who do you got? Uh, you'll, well, you'll know Dwayne Stats. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. He's a time at Tampa Bay. D. Bet. stats Good for broadcaster sure. Broadcaster from the Rays. And yeah. then uh, just yesterday, we announced Mike Kelly from the Mizzou broadcast. So, I was
1: texting with him uh, about the honor, and he's, oh, he's thrilled. He's Mike's and
7: Mike does a phenomenal job on yeah, well, yeah, the does, football and, he, and the basketball He's side. from Dupo. Yeah. So we have to remind him of that every once in a while. By <laughs> the
1: way, in his induction uh, ceremony, do you have some of his old
7: pictures? when he had oh, hair. Oh yeah, I got to so get those in there. There was a comment actually on Facebook yesterday that his nickname was Fuzz <laughs> because he had a, a big afro. And I, that He did. Okay. He did. So that I that not remember. That's before I, I knew who he was, so I can't wait to uh, kind of remind him of that and relive that with him. Well, you
1: must be very proud of what's happening here and to be a part of it too. It's got to be you know self-gratifying to understand that you're having a part of the St. Louis sports scene.
7: I, uh, I have, to, have to admit that it is definitely something that I wake up in the morning, and I won't lie and say it's a full-time job, because it's not, but I do something every day for the Hall of Fame, right? I wake up and say, okay, what can we do today to kind of push the narrative, you know, get people involved, get people interested, that kind of thing. And, but the best part, without question, is honoring those people that deserve to be honored. Well, Wes, it's really about
2: community. I mean, we're talking about community. When you talk about the, the coach at Hazelwood Central coming, bringing down 70 people, it, we're, you're talking about the, the, the young men and women, mostly, I guess he's a football coach with so men, that he touched in his lives, and then they, they go out and have families and things like that. We're, we're talking about part of our fabric.
7: Well, you, Jay, you mentioned it earlier, and, you know, the... People in sports in St. Louis, there are celebrities. That's all there is to it. You know, if you go to L.A., they've got actors and musicians. And St. Louis, it's the sports heroes. I mean, you look at the blues alumni. You know how many people stick around here because they can they can have an impact on the community and that's why they do it and and it's just the fab st louis sports is, is is without question it's the fabric of this entire town i think
1: what's some of the reactions you get when you let these men and women know that they are headed to the st louis sports hall of fame oh, it's,
7: it's great because you know and we have a team there's about 24 people on our team and we try to choose the right person to make the, you know, the notification, if you will. And first of all, there is a vote. We vote on who goes in. So it's not just haphazard. And when you're the person that gets to, to make that announcement, it, it's, you know, I would like to do it in person whenever possible. And I just said, we mentioned Mike Kelly. I got to tell him in person at a Mizzou football game. Oh, that's awesome. And he had no idea it was coming. And Howard Richards kind of teed it up for me. And I mean he was genuinely, you know, speechless when it happened. And it was great, you know, that because they deserve to be honored and that's what our job is, to make sure that they realize that they're they're a special person, they've done something to deserve this honor.
2: Wes, how so. cool is it in a world where we've got cancel cultures, Danny and I talk about us all the time in social media, people are so angry and there's just so much, you know, whatever out there for you to be able to do something that's on the sunny side of the fence and and to i I can't imagine like the question was great like what these reactions are have to go from someone probably
7: screaming to crying to all all sorts of emotions it's it's great i mean it's usually about three to four months leading up to it and you get to first of all you get to know the inductees a lot better you know who they are you know on the front side, but then you you get to know them personally as well and hear funny little stories like Mike Kelly's hair, and, <laughs> and so, so uh, you know as you get when it gets to Enshrinement Night, it really is like you're putting the bow on it on a on a present that is has been you know it's been a long time coming, but it's now it's official and you put the stamp on it and people get emotional. I mean, um, Jason Mott just went in and he was incredibly emotional when he received it so you don't you don't know what you're going to get you know when the spotlight comes on it's a different know, animal it is and and the way we do the enshrinement is uh we do it where it's an interview so as opposed to a speech and we think that that makes people more comfortable they know kind of the questions they are going to be asked ahead of time they've already talked to whoever their interviewer is and there's usually a connection you know and it's it's neat that it, it puts them comfortable in a comfortable position, and they can tell their stories without feeling like they they have to make a speech.
1: St. Louis so. uh, Sports Hall of Fame. Wes Edwards is our guest. So you're doing Metro East, and you're doing St. Louis. So two yes.
7: two induction ceremonies throughout the year. That's right. Usually we try to do one in the winter and then one in the summer.
2: Wes, do you ever yeah. sorry, Do you ever look back and look and, and I mean, you got to feel some certain degree of pride when you look back and see some of the work and some of the people that are in there and what this it's kind of a who's who
7: of of sport it is and I tell you you know we we invite people to come to our website every person that's gone into the hall of fame there they have a bio on on our website and they can read about that person and, and and see their interview actually the the link to the YouTube video is on there and they can watch the interview when they go in and You know we we welcome people to uh, nominate we want that because you know 24 people isn't everybody we know most of the people but there's a lot of unsung coaches and administrators and that, that deserve to be honored how many go into each class how many people we so we've learned over the years that a good number is 10 11 right in that uh we the first few years we had 20 and up and it Ooh, got that's to a be a long t- night it's yeah. a long night and people said that, you know they didn't feel like it really focused in enough on it so we focused or we tried to get a 10 to 11 number and then um, go from there
1: what's the best way for folks to nominate somebody or to check out the website that you just mentioned yeah.
7: so they can go to it's stlshof.com so st louis sports H-O-F.com. And you'll see that there's click downs. You can see everybody that's in the Hall of Fame. You can search by their name. You can search by sport. Um, You can search by the year they went in. Um, And then there's also a nomination form. So if you see somebody like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe somebody's not in, there's your opportunity to nominate them.
1: So it's got to be a labor of love for you. It's
7: it's a labor. It is. (laughs) It is, but that's all right. Hey, right, uh, we need to do it. We it, really appreciate you doing it. I
2: am so honored that you guys called me, and um, it's still nothing I ever thought about. I never, I, never. Imagined. I took a
7: look this morning, and we have twenty golfers that are in, and obviously, Jay, you're one of them. But it's interesting that there are five people with Jay or Jane as the first name as a golfer that are in. No so, way. Yeah, huh? That so there might be a, like a little, you know. Yeah, do so we got there we are there. Are there. We
1: jay delsing jay williamson i jay would imagine Haas. jay us
7: yeah jay randolph j randolph, jay randolph. Wow. and then uh jane oh jane watson that's it jay jane watson, watson. Yeah. yeah so she's kind of a j yeah yeah <laughs> oh, you got yeah. it you got <laughs> it right so that's Absolutely. right so you were named well yeah <laughs> i got the name right if <laughs> we we'll go alphabetically you're in right
1: <laughs> hey wes thanks for coming in we oh, certainly appreciate it i really
7: appreciate being here uh It's great that this holiday season, wish the best to both of you and your families. Same thing buddy, thank you. Congratulations on you going into the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame a few weeks ago. Thank you, I know that's an honor as well. Yes sir, you know. Amazing. Spread the love, right? Yeah, Absolutely, thanks so much. Okay, thank you guys.
1: That's Wes Edwards from the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. We're at Maggie O's downtown St. Louis. We got a little private party going ahead of uh, the NFL Sunday. We call this Golf with Jay Delsing. We're back with more on 101
2: ESPN in a moment. Are you driving an out-of-warranty car? It's only a matter of time before your out-of-warranty vehicle is in the shop costing you thousands of dollars. Auto repair costs are up nearly 20% from last year, which is four times the rate of inflation. If an unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready for that? Well, now you can be with a plan through CarShield. Even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive costs. Your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. Traveling by car is a way of life. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are a daily essential. When you enroll in a car protection plan through CarShield, you can look forward to the following. The price will never go up no matter how many claims you file or no matter how high the mileage on your car increases. CarShield offers protection plans that start as low as $100 per month. That's $100 per month. They have repair coverage for up to 5,000 different parts of your vehicle. Plus, when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road, you get 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance. You also get complimentary towing and rental car options. CarShield has my back my car breaks down and they can have yours too call car shield today at 800-465-6550 or visit carshield.com it's car shield proud sponsor of the golf with jay delsing show
3: Hey, St. Louis, Eddie McVeigh here from Maggie O'Brien's. When you head downtown for a concert or cards or blues game, and now for the St. Louis City soccer game, please come see us at Maggie O'Brien's before and after your event. Take our shuttle to and from or stay in-house and watch your favorite team on our multiple high-def TVs. We look forward to seeing you soon at one of our two locations in Sunset Hills on South Lindbergh or downtown at the corner of Market and 20th Street. Union Station is next to us.
2: Hey, Delsing here, and my show, Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Darty Business Solutions, is heard every Sunday morning right here on 101 ESPN from 8 to 10. It's the biggest names in golf, tips for your game, and much more. That's Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN.
1: We have had a busy show. Welcome back to Maggie O's Downtown, a Sunday morning. They've opened up early for us. That's Jay Delsing, I'm Dan McLaughlin. We're presented by Doherty Business Solutions, and we took the Car Shield Studios on the road. We have visited with Derek Gould, Eddie McVay, just had a visit with Wes Edwards. We're gonna get into your emails coming in at jay at jdelsinggolf.com in just a moment in our final segment here, but nice to visit with Wes Edwards. Love what he's doing for the community.
2: Absolutely, and you see a guy like Wes who cares so deeply about the community, and is involved. He's got a, a, a genuine love for this St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame, and I got to tell you, being a part of that is just ridiculous. It's such a great feeling.
1: So you got interviewed. Who interviewed you? Oh, uh, Dan Reardon. Okay, longtime golf reporter. Yeah, KMOX. X. so yeah, yeah. you had the chance to sit down with Dan Reardon.
2: Yeah, Dan was. Um, When I was in high school, Dan was coaching Mercy. That's right. um, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas Aquinas. and Mercy up in North County. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Dan's been around a long, long time.
1: So our thanks to Wes Edwards for stopping by and shedding some light on the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. All right, here we go. You ready for some emails? Let's go, man. We have been getting a lot of emails lately. Okay, Jay at jdelsingolf.com. This is from South City. Mike, what did you do in your offseason in addition to holding a golf club every once in a while, but in particular, the exercises or running that you did to get prepared.
2: Yeah, I did, so that's a great question, Mike. So one of the things that I learned early on in the PGA Tour is that if I didn't stay physically active and get that hard sweat on, which golf doesn't give you, uh, unless it's super, super hot, then I had a hard time dealing with the stress. And so I, I ran for a while, and then I probably wish now I hadn't ran, because my body has paid for that, but um, I would get and do at least forty-five minutes of hard, hard cardio. Get my heart rate up, uh, uh, probably five days a week, and that. Uh, and then I would take. Then there were definitely golf-specific exercises, especially once Tiger Woods came out lifting the weights and things like that that I did. Um, and and there, the the TPI it's, it's, it stands for Titleist Performance Institute has got golf-specific exercises that for any age, are beneficial. And you can pull that up online. Tylus Performance Institute and their golf-specific exercises. And so I would start doing those sort of things, Danny, and just needed to keep moving. You know, I can't. Sure. And as we get older, it's, it's even more important now. Did you have a mental coach?
1: I did. Bob Rutella. Probably now when you first started. Bob Rutella is renowned in yeah. the game of golf.
2: Yeah. He really is, and he was the guy. I mean, Danny, I got a chapter in his second book. I, I, I threw back modern psychology. Is the, that the, right? Yeah, I did. I, he's like, wow, you are so <laughs> weird. We're going to have to put <laughs> this in a book. Yeah, so it's really, it was great. And you know what he did? Basically, and to, not to oversimplify it, but he simplified everything. I mean, sometimes, Danny, we just can make this thing so complicated, and it's like, Let's get the ball in the hole, man.
1: Yeah, that's the idea, isn't it? And we, we make it very complicated. The average golfer, certainly the pro, but that's the way it goes. It is. That's the way that's, it goes. That's the way we do it. That's what we humans do. Maryland Heights, Steve, we haven't talked a lot about this, but they postponed it for a year. We mentioned it last week on the show, but are you sold on Tiger's new league? I'm waiting to see on this. I am too, D. Um, and for folks who don't know, it's simulators. It's some of the biggest names in golf. Big, big facility that, that uh, they have to now readjust on what they're doing, more construction with it. I think I'm sold on the big names. I want to see Tiger hit the ball. I want to see guys in a different setting having fun, just like people the just average golfer is doing and going up in a sim league or with their buddies or whatever the case may be. But I'm not sure I'm
2: sold on this just quite yet. Danny, the putting is a huge challenge on simulators. And so I think the thing that people will enjoy the most is how much the players needle one another. There is a that's lot what I'm looking forward of banter to. The trash and trash talk. And that is really, there's lots and lots of trash talk. So that's, that's going to be fun. But what I'm trying to, what I'm anxious to see is that maybe there's some sort of uh, newer advancements that have come out in The Sims that I'm not aware of that because it's Tiger and Rory and all these guys, that there's there's going to be these advancements that are going to make it more entertaining. Now, it's always fun to get around with your boys and, you know, drink a beer and, and go play Pebble Beach or go play St. Andrews or something like that, especially when it's cold outside. But how they're going to pull this whole thing together and, and make it a competition, because the putting part is... Super challenging for what I know of simulators, and maybe there's new tech. Well, who don't, I don't know.
1: I think the interesting thing in this question, this is Mary in North County um, saying a statement first. She said, I love that you guys mentioned the LPGA and the PGA Tour coming together, yep. the men's and a women's event together, um, so mixed, which could be a lot of fun. But she wants to know who your favorite LPGA player
2: is. Nelly Corner, oh, right? Nelly Korda. I... I, is this from, who is this from? This this is from Mary. Mary, Mary, I love watching Nellie Corda swing a golf club. She reminds me of someone who was made to play golf. Her body, she's strong. She's a beautiful woman. She's athletic. She's elegant. She plays the game and, and she's got this tenacity about her. She's got an edge to her. She's, she's. She's a baller. She gets out there and, and competes, and I love that.
1: I love watching the women swing the club. It just technically sound, and I, I guess no swing is perfect, but man, the way the game is taught, if you took their swings, you'd say, that's how you're supposed to swing the golf club.
2: Oh my gosh, I totally agree, D. I mean, there's, you could go up and down the line and go, model your swing after, no, use her, no, use her. There, There is so many, and the one thing that I'll, I'll say, And and when I was doing the TV for Fox years and years ago, we all marveled at the fact that none of the women overswing. You don't see them getting discombobulated because their rhythm and timing gets off because they're trying to um, push or get something extra out of a club.
1: For folks who don't know, we had the visit, uh, had a chance to visit with Seth Waugh, who is the president, CEO of the PGA of America this past week. And you'll hear that conversation in an upcoming show. But we talked a little bit off the air about the change in the ball, potentially because of length. Yeah. Darren and Arnold wants to know, do we need to change the ball on the professional tour?
2: Man, so, Danny, we have talked about this. You and I have personally talked about this at length. And I, I just think... It's opening a can of worms that's going to be way too difficult to maintain. Like, for example, the average, let's be honest, who's paying? who's pays for all these persons it's the it's the the fans and right. the fans that love the game you're going to say they're that paying them,
1: the freight if you don't have fans you don't have you a have, league you don't have, have a tour you don't, you don't have you ag- have
2: it. nothing and so you're going to say to the fans well no no you don't want to play the ball that the tour player's playing because now you're seven iron it used to go 150 yards now it's going to go 135 that's no fun yeah that's not that's a non-starter, So. Are you going to have two separate sets of rules? It's called bifurcation, and it's like, are you going to have two separate rules? And where do you draw the line? You have wonderful children that are great golfers as well, and they are highly competitive, state champions, all of this stuff. Do they start? Do you start at high school? Do you need to have a certain club ed speed before you? It just gets really wonky. And then what happens at your club championship level?
1: Yeah, you're, you're left out in the dark on that then. I mean,
2: you don't want you do don't you think, want that. What do
1: you think the pros feel about this? I guess if you're a short hitter, you, you welcome it to an extent, but it's going to have an impact on them. It all trickles down, but yeah. I do wonder about the pros and
2: how they feel about this. I think, in general, they'd say leave it alone. I think leave so, it too. Alone. Listen, hey, Danny, what would happen to cha- make the golf courses more uh, compelling? So that you can't play out of the rough as much. Right now, you got to stand there and go, "All right, I'm still gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna whale my driver." However, if I hit it in the rough, I may not be able to get the ball on the green. That's right. Right now, there's nothing that 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 hinders the guys, and that's where Johnny Miller came out with the bomb and gouge, you know, moniker, and it's it's really really appropriate.
1: Hey guys, this is from Lewis in Fenton. Heard you talking about Jay's top five public courses. I've never played Ambrier. Can you tell me more about it?
2: Oh man! So so, Ambreyer's in kind of a country setting. Yep. You go out there, but it's got it's got a little bit of everything. It's got it's got some woods. It's got some really carved carved in the in the woods holes that are kind of designed like that. There's also some that are quite open, and 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 almost kind of like a, a grassland feel. I think it's just got everything, and, it, and it's it's demanding as you want. You can go to the back tees and have, you can strap on as much as you want back there. It's, it's a lot of course.
1: I bet if we asked Jay Delsing about his favorite course in St. Louis, Old Norwood Hills, which is not public, but Old Norwood Hills would be favorite for Jay. No doubt.
2: It's the best. I love it. at The fact that we're playing the Ascension Charity Classic on it and, and the fact that the PGA Tour comes there and the fact that Steve Flesh shot 60. What it's six, least 61? 61 come when on. When is 61?
1: I think it was.
2: Wow. 61 or 62. 62, maybe. And you had the old know. course
1: record. I did. And the, I say bye old bye. course. That's no, 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 no. Got redesigned. So you still own a course record out in It That's Norwood. like an
7: asterisk. No, you it's not. You can't have an asterisk
2: in there. I'm out. Steve no. flesh. How about being seven under after seven <laughs> holes on your Sunday round?
1: What? Yeah. That's how you get a championship in That's it? how
2: you win. That's right. That this was has been fantastic. a great show
1: here from Maggie O's, hasn't it?
2: Can't thank Eddie enough. His team has been great. The girls have been so supportive, bringing us iced teas and Cokes and sandwiches. It's just great to to see everybody down here
1: all right our thanks to Derek Gould our thanks to Eddie for stopping on by we're talking about Eddie McVay and also Wes Edwards from the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame as we say goodbye on this Sunday morning Jay how do we end
2: the show hit him straight St. Louis from Maggie O's